Good morning. Welcome to Dogs and Friends podcast episode number two. So this episode, I want to talk about bringing home a dog. And this is super important because I felt like before you bring home a dog, there's a lot of things that you need to do and kind of set into place before you bring your forever friend home. And a lot of people, and I've been this person in the past, just see a cute dog, maybe somebody's selling one in a parking lot, or whatever the um, the thing may be, and you come home and now you have a brand new puppy, or now you have this two, two-year-old rescue, or maybe you saved a senior from the shelter, right? Either way... Now that dog is in a new environment, in your environment, and there's some things that you have to do to prepare for that. Dogs are a lifetime responsibility. And even though they don't last your entire lifetime, you are their entire lifetime. So let's try to make it worth it. And let's try to give our dogs the best life that we can. A lot of people think that giving dogs the best life that they can is, you know, giving them whatever they want or maybe even just, oh, I'm going to let them own the whole backyard and that's their domain. But honestly, by doing this, you're creating a dog who just will not listen to you or a dog that can end up with behavioral issues. But let's go ahead and jump into it and that was probably a little more depressing than I wanted to start off but it is the reality so it's super important to do bonding with your dog whether you have a puppy a rescue or adopted senior it's super important to build a relationship and what I mean is not just cuddling your dog and and loving it and saying hey I love you and here's your food bowl for you that you have for the whole day it's creating structure for your dog a lot of people that I've come across have had a really really hard time creating a routine or structure for their dog when you get your dog home it's important that you do I'm sorry that you set the correct tone And what I mean by that is you shouldn't just let your dog run all over you when you get home or all over the house. Instead, you can use a leash and introduce room by room. If the dog is going to use the back door for the potty, then that's the room that you're going to introduce it to first. And this is so that they have access to outside. And this is going to make potty training 10 times easier. You're going to start gradually introducing the other rooms day by day. So you want to take it as slow as you possibly can so that the dog already knows, okay, this room is okay, but I don't have access to, say, the bedroom or, hey, I don't have access to this bathroom. You want to make sure that it's as structured as possible. If Typically, what I say is a room per day or a room every two days is when you're introducing. 
And I always find that the biggest, most beneficial thing that anyone can do when they have a dog is crate train them. So sometimes people have a negative connotation on what crate training is and they don't want to put their dog in what they think is a cage. So they end up just letting the dog kind of run the whole house, which can work in the future when the dog already has manners. But if you're bringing a dog home, a puppy, a rescue, whatever it may be, you have to set those boundaries. It's so important. This is the number one thing I go to people's houses for and train is my dog is being destructive. My dog feels like he owns the whole house. And that typically is in part because the owners let the dog run in the house and do whatever they want to do because they didn't know any better. But I'm here to tell you the joys of crate training. So, crate training is always going to be beneficial. You're going to have less potty accidents, less chewing, less destructiveness, and the crate creates a den-like experience, right? It creates a safe place for your dog. So, going kind of on each one of those bullet points there your dog is going to have less potty accidents because dogs tend to not go potty where they sleep now that being said if your crate is too big and they have room to walk to one side and the other they're more likely to go potty in there so i recommend a crate that is just big enough for them to go into turn around and lay down now you're probably wondering, well, that seems really small, Helena. It's really not. And this is the reason. Dogs are more like wolves than they are like people. And wolves are completely different species, but they do have a common ancestor to dogs. They are den animals. If you ever notice your dog going under the table to lay down, or maybe going going under a couch or or anything like that to lay down because they are dead animals. It makes them feel safer. When you create that safe spot for them, they tend to just go there on their own after the initial week because they like being there. It's kind of like giving them their own room and they really, really enjoy it. Less chewing and less destructiveness right if your dog is in the crate they're not going to be able to destroy your couch they're not going to be able to bite your trim off of your walls because they're going to be crated right i cannot i cannot urge you enough to go out there and get a crate if you do not have one already for your dog this is going to be a lifesaver. It it prevents some of the worst behaviors and the behaviors that gets, get dogs returned or put into the shelter because of destructiveness. I can't get them to go outside and potty. All of these things. 
right? And lastly, if your dog ever needs to be boarded or at the vet, they'll already know um, kind of what kennel means, what crate means, because working at a boarding facility, dogs who had never been crated before or had never been even introduced to the crate had, I want to say, like a five to ten times harder time being there because they had to be in the crate and they didn't understand what that meant. So if you're boarding your dog or if you plan on ever taking a vacation and you don't have a family member right right there saying, yes, I'll take your dog and do whatever and watch your house. Boarding is going to be your best bet. And most boarding facilities for at least, I want to say, a five-hour five period, unless it's a, a kennel-free facility, your dog is going to be in a crate or in a kennel-like environment. Um, so that's something to note as well. So my next topic I want to talk about is creating a schedule for your dog. Now, this might sound a little crazy, like, yeah, well, my dog just likes to sit on the couch or all my dog wants to do is play outside. But when you create a schedule for your dog, it doesn't just make the dog's life easier, but it makes your life easier, too. A dog that has daily routine and schedule and direction is going to be a happier dog than a dog who just sits on the couch all day or a dog that that will find its own schedule. And what I mean by that is somebody once told me, if you don't train a border collie and if you don't give a border collie a job to do, they will make their job destroying your home. They will make their do- their job destroying your yard. And you have to remember that dogs are very instinctual animals. I mean, all animals except humans really are instinctual animals. And chewing is a self self-soothing behavior. So by your dog chewing on stuff, it makes them feel better. They don't understand that that was a a $15,000 Gucci bag. They don't understand that that was, you know, a $700 TV cord that they just chewed up. They just knew that it made them feel better. So, crate training, right, and keeping your dog on a schedule is going to prevent these behaviors. And so, what do I mean by a schedule? I mean a feeding schedule, a walking schedule, and if you have a puppy that you're potty training, you can even implement a water schedule. And I don't mean you're pulling up the water and not letting them drink all day. I mean you're giving them the water that they need at the time you say. So don't hold water for a long period of time. But feeding a, feeding on a schedule is so beneficial for potty training, for um, knowing when they're gonna go potty so you can be preventative and not have any accidents in the house. And also, 
it makes the dog understand that you are the one feeding them. For dogs that are free fed, I've noticed that there's not a connection between them and the owner as strong as a dog who is fed on a schedule. So I would definitely start feeding on a schedule. If you have a puppy that you're trying to potty train and she's having pee-pee accidents in the house, water on a schedule as well. So a lot of people say that they love their dogs. I hear this all the time. I love my dog. My dog is my baby, right? And I I love dogs too. They are my babies as well. All of my clients' dogs, I cuddle and I love them. And they honestly just make me so happy and get me through my day. But love to a dog equals direction. I'm going to say that again. Love to a dog equals direction. I've never really have to tell people to love their dogs more. But I often have to tell people to set boundaries, add structure, add routine with their pets. And in turn, you have a happier, healthier dog. Now, say your dog, say you're saying, no, Helena, like, my dog loves affection. She doesn't care about doing tricks and doing obedience. She doesn't care about any of that. She just comes up to me, nudges me, and wants to be pet. That's great, but maybe do you think that that is a learned behavior? Because it very well could be. Now, when your dog is coming up to you and demanding affection, or even just politely sitting there like, hey, are you going to pet me? This is a great time to implement a little bit of training. Just basics. Basic, basic, basic training. Just sit. Now you get the praise. Down. Now you get the praise. This is going to set the tone. This is going to set the expectation. In every single dog that I train, I tell owners there's a no free lunch policy. Okay, what that means is the dog doesn't just get free love, free treats, and here you go, and here's a million dollars because you're just the goodest boy. (laughs) As much as we want to do that, right? We cannot because most dogs want a job to do. No, most dogs need a job to do, especially if you have any kind of herding breed or um, a working breed for sure. Any, I won't, even, even bulldogs want some kind of structure in their life, right? It's, it's imperative to create a routine for your dog. Six, 690,000 dogs get put down each year because of their behavior issues. That's 75% of the overall euthanasia cases in the U.S., according to the ASPCA. So remember, by creating a structured environment and doing a routine with your dog every day is actually saving their life. The crate is going to help with this. 
and setting your expectations. And say you've had your dog home for, I don't know, a year, two years, whatever it may be, you can always start a new habit with your dog. Dogs are super forgiving. They love to work. They love to please you. So you can always start this later on in life as well. All right, well, that's what I have for you guys to get today. And remember, if you train together, you stay together. And that's what I have for you. So have a good day, guys. Bye.